0: All right, we're back. Uh, Bridgeview Firepod, episode four. What's up? It's March 12th. We are going to talk about the fire's crazy yeah, loss not a, to Kansas City I mean, crazy, this past weekend. Crazy bad, to be Crazy honest. bad. It's a crazy game. Crazy game. Entertaining. I I had a blast. We had a lot of fun. Our group got to the game, jumped straight off the bus for, for the pro shop. Yeah, just marched right down there. Here, have all your money, please. We are feeding Houtman. Yeah, for all the complaining we do on this podcast, we really don't do anything about it. We just buy season tickets every year and just give them $300 of... Right, buy jerseys and gear and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, you guys are welcome. We're basically part owners of this club by now. Yeah, I feel like we've already bought in enough. Yeah, I I should have a share of the fire. Yeah. The amount of money I spend is directly correlated to how much I actually complain about this team, too. Like, if I (laughs) spent no money, I wouldn't complain, but I spend a lot of money, so I feel like I have to complain a lot. Good. Anything else you want to mention? Quick. Nah, that sucked, man. <laughs> that really sucked. I'll be, I'm going to be honest with the crowd here, listening to the pod. Yeah, be on, be very honest I about mean, your experience. I, I left at halftime. I walked out after that second goal. We're down 0-2. I was feeling pretty angry. It felt a little, uh, very reminiscent of our uh, previous game in which we also conceded four goals at home. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to watch it anymore. At least you're uh, honest. And I regret it, because... Fuck what a I second missed half. Th- it's crazy. Two Nikolic goals, man. I'm yeah. I regret it, but I also probably would have been five, angry. jms five leaving the fire game halftime. I mean, time. I'll do it again this year if they keep probably. I mean, if they keep sucking. But But anyways, um, let's I'm assuming top. you watched it. All, I I watched the highlights like 3 times now. Right. Yeah. First half we're doing fire of this podcast. We'll preview the next game too and then uh, we'll do some random MLS stuff. Sound good? I'm in. All right. All right, let's jump into this uh, fire game here. Let's get into it. 4 3 loss to Kansas City, the Wizards. I mean, let's just SKC Sporting. First, address the question it's a bad result, right? Well, yeah, it's a home opener. Home opener, you lose 4-3. Mostly just, in general, it's not good to give up four goals. It's not good to go down 0-2. It's not good to go up 3-2 and then still lose with ten minutes left. Right. Uh, And it's not good to let up four goals. There was was a lot of negative things happening on that field defensively. Yep. In general, you're correct. Uh, I think we have to say that... We spe- we're you, eating our John, you and spe- i I'm, I'm eating my words as I often do. Attacked Pete Vermees in he, multiple podcasts already. He clearly listens. To <laughs> he the must listen Pete, because glad you're a big fan of our. His pod. team did not look defensively sound either. <laughs> I don't even know he's how he set up the team really, <laughs> but um, they did not come to Toyota Pug for a draw. No, no, they didn't. They didn't pack it in at all. Yeah, uh, they were on the front foot immediately. Of course it happens against the fire. Of course. All right, uh, first goal scored, ninth minute. Um, we'll kind of break that one down real quick. Uh, there was this long, weird ball on the ground played across the field yeah. um, by Kansas City. I don't know who it was. It, it looked like um, Vincent was going to go at the ball. And then kind of backed off. Like he Indecision. couldn't decide yeah. if he was gonna go for the ball or back off on Zusi. Yep. But anyway, it ends line. up it ends up with Zusi and the way that the ball was played across the field, Zusi was able to pick it up and then just kind of it automatically gave him momentum towards the goal. So he's already dribbling in on goal. Yep. He was gonna get a him no matter what. After right after and the he slips in, um, uh, Johnny Russell, I believe. Yep. Shot it right at Sanchez Right at him Sanchez got out there It was aggressive Yeah I thought that was a fine save But the ball ends up bouncing Straight into the air A little bit unlucky uh, To um, Felipe Gutierrez Who heads it into the net And we have no defenders Back on the line or anything Yeah, it just felt like We came out a little bit flat-footed I mean, this is the ninth minute And just, you know They weren't ready yet this is the goal I have a problem with. Like that stuff no. happens early in games. Yeah, exactly. And we can't we clearly came back. If that had been the only goal, of course, we would have been fine this game, but correct. Yep. You wanna take this yeah, uh, so second se- goal here. Second goal, forty fourth minute. This is the one I walked out on, of course. Uh, long pass to the left wing for Shaloy. And uh Pulster's got a lot of ground. He's caught a little bit too high up the field. I don't know, was it a turnover that got him caught up so high? I'm not sure. But anyways, Polster was, was running to to get to Schloy. He was never gonna get there though. I think he got straight. like he was just so far inside. Yeah. Polster was. Like he was in the middle of the field. And then he had this long, long ass run to try and catch up to Soloy, who's yeah. not slow. I don't wanna discourage Pulser from from having that little getting freedom forward, and yeah. getting forward. But uh, yeah, when he gets caught, it's going to be pretty pretty clear. But I, I still don't think that's what cost us this goal. I think, you know, we forced a, a pretty good uh, cross. It's just a cross that went right into the center of the box. PK spot. Right on the PK in, spot. In walks Johnny Russell just unmarked. Like, he's not even like yeah. sprinting. He didn't come out of nowhere. He just walked right through the middle just of our zone and slammed it home. Just like a trailing. Like, I don't know how not a single person. Could see that cross coming. That classic <laughs> deep run. I don't even think Soloy, like picked him out. I, yeah, when he, I looked at it, I don't think he looked. He yeah, just knew yeah. to roll it. Put it in a dangerous Put spot, it, right? Yeah, roll it over the PK spot. And hope Kabelhoff was kind of like... Yeah. He, Flat-footed. He, I think he was expecting a, a cross more towards the goal, and when it came back deep, he just didn't Wasn't have there. enough to get in front of it. But it was ugly, and uh, I mean, hopefully goals we can eliminate going forward for sure. The ball gets... To that spot in the field, there's a lot of we're gonna get scored on, right, right. And I don't think Sanchez could really do anything about that one. No, no, that one is absolutely not on Sanchez. That was too easy. So yep. that's a two-zero at half. Two-zero at half. Everyone's, Everyone's feeling pretty bad, half. and I, th- I think Pano must have done something at halftime. You know, I think he must have gotten in their heads because we yeah. came out a little bit better. In I mean, there were stretches half. in the first half where we we were possessing. Good. We weren't as dangerous as I'd liked, though. I don't. I really don't think we were. I don't think that came until the second half. Yeah, not too many clear cut chances in the first half by the Fire. Yep. But I like the way we came out in the second. Yeah. So let's go to the second half. First, Fire's first goal of the season, 70th minute. Of course. Um, Bosti. Bosti did some dirty stuff. The ball kind of like pinged around a couple times, but he picked it up outside the box, like yeah. on the right side. You uh, know that and one move in basketball where the guy basically just like takes it and like. Passes it around the guy. Right. Around the guy. Yeah, yeah. that's what Bassy did with a soccer ball. And then went through Madronda's legs yeah. or somebody? It was unbelievable. Like he clowned two <laughs> SKCs <laughs> like in players one motion uh, and puts in a perfect for a guy that old, he looked pretty sprightly there. Oh, man, that's fun. And the ball was amazing. As He kind of just got just enough onto it to like get it high enough yep. to hang it up. And it um, left Kitai with a little bit to do, though. That wasn't, I was uh, going to say, your boy, Kitai, good finish. To start. That was a really good effort. Yeah. I, I thought he was active especially in the second half from what I saw he, I mean he was probably our most dangerous player yeah I mean I, I still don't know that he's replacing the comp like for like of course he's not just because he's a different player but he, in terms of productivity we'll see but like we saw stuff hell of a start for him yeah, We saw uh, some very encouraged more encouraging than I expected so good for you yeah Kitai. good tie. to the uh the uh equalizer for the fire. Uh, this one was just classic Nikolic. Uh Corner kick finds Dax McCarty's head. Dax does what Dax does, being one of the shorter guys on the field. Gets just it to goal. Slams it with his head at the goal. Uh, goalie bobbles it a little bit, and Nikolic is just standing on like the one-yard line, just ready to poke <laughs> it's that the biggest tap-in ever. And that was a fun celebration, man. Yeah, he, Nico, was, he was fired he up. He was very fired up. So awesome equalizer, and the, the momentum had swung finally. Big time, yeah. There so. was definitely a lift. That was a fun moment. I think everyone was pretty excited. Not much else to say about that one. Nope. It's just very Nico. <laughs> um, and then it gets more exciting for us. Fire go up three to two, three goals yeah. straight. Speaking from someone outside of the scene, man, you guys were loud for they got crazy. I in don't there. think there were more than ten thousand people, but it sounded like twenty thousand. It got it got it was cool. pretty rowdy. It, it was, was cool. everyone was really into it at that, at that point. The comeback was on, you know. Um, Good goal though. Uh, Polster just kind of hooks a ball from one side of the field to the other. Super high, very hopeful ball. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really, it didn't look like anything was going to come of it, but Vincent, Vincent with that late run, doing what he does. Good attacking outside back. He's there. Kind of just keeps it in bounds and keeps it in bounds, puts it in a good area, and Nico scores just. The another Niko goal. Just an that wasn't an finish. easy tap-in, though. No. He he just obliterated that ball. and What a finisher he is. You could tell. Another celebration where he just went nuts. It, <laughs> was, it was incredible. It, it makes me excited to watch. I want every single goal we score to be poster to Vincent to Nikolic. That'd I mean, be great. I think we could win the MLS Cup that way. Just figure it out, Pano. we got to keep some... Balls out of the net first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, from there it's all downhill. Why don't you take this one here? Oh, downhill. Hey, I'm nice. good with the downhill. Uh, decent ball gets whipped into the 18. Sanchez comes to meet it. And oh boy, was this ugly. He he you could tell he like he hesitates into whether he's going to try and catch it, but he doesn't. So then he tries to parry it. Just it's like it's not a strong parry. It's right to Madronda, and from there it's just an easy slot home for Madranda. Yeah. And uh, this was this, if you're going to put one goal on on the goalkeeping situation, it's probably this one. It's this one. Yeah, you could argue maybe with the first one too, but I I, I have trouble putting like, too much blame on. I mean, him. in hindsight, it seemed like he could have gathered it. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. That ball was not coming that hard at him. Yeah, and he was like he the only it. one really. There was a Kansas City player running across the ball, but not that close. Yeah, was or Scott. let it go, or like and like just it was just. It was bad and then, then the parry making. is just straight to Magranda's <laughs> feet, like you said, yeah. and just on the ground right to his feet. It, it was ugly. I, I, that was a that was a bad goal. So uh, yeah, from then it's like it's the that was literally two minutes after we had scored maybe less yeah less than that after we had scored the equalizer and then. That's the balloon popping right there. Yeah, One at that one's gone. It's like, Damn. And so now you're, you're hoping for a drop. Just though. grasping for life. And we didn't have any. No. So the scoring was crazy. It was like every <laughs> couple minutes. Uh, but yeah, a couple minutes after that, their guy, Johnny Russell, picked up the ball way. It was like midfield. Um, he just went on a long run. Vincent is so far upfield. I don't really recall. Why? I'm sure he was trying to attack to get up and you know set up another goal. See, but I I watched that I put you watch the way Dean defended on that. I mean yeah, he got torched, just torched. Um, so Vincent's way upfield, Dean is there, um, and Dax is kind of in tow too. Like Russell has two fire players near him, but neither of our guys get close enough to even put a tackle in. Like no yeah. one even gets on, no one gets in range to even slide in. Like try and force him to cut back outside or backwards, but he ends up sh- like just destroying Dean. It wasn't on even this. like a like move. He, wasn't a move. He, he just like, tapped it forward. He's running and beat straight him. toward the end line, and then it's just like one little fade of the shoulder, and he just yeah. cuts in, and Dean's and Dean's gone. just lost. Like no, he's he has no like, idea. Not where only it. is he has gone, like he's like 15 feet behind Russell <laughs> yeah. within seconds, and I'm like, how are you that? I don't know if he was out of your vast. ass or he's supposed to be fairly, paid. like he's he's supposed to be quick, right? Fairly quick, athletic, athletic, athletic right? And he got absolutely t- just turned and burned. I've on seen this, nothing but this run, and I think incoordinated. Uh, he had some other moments in the game that were, yeah. Awesome. I don't want to harp too bad on any single player because obviously collectively it was just a horrible defensive bad performance. Around, but it, yeah. if if you're gonna isolate someone, maybe I would isolate him, and I think he's the one. In uh, once Lillard and Campbell get healthy, I think that's that's going to be a competition for who's starting at center exactly. back there. Well, that's what we thought, right? Yeah, so was... I, competition's good, we just need it to exist right now. I mean, we because I, I want those guys to get back healthy and see if they can push Dean to either improve or to not be starting. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that uh, that finish too, third last goal is good. I mean, yeah, it was, as bad as we got burned, that was a really good finish too. Yeah. Uh, slow, uh, like Soloy kind of just slotted it back, then someone dummied it, and yeah, another one where you, yeah, once once Dean got beat, there was too many. They were gonna get a shot off. Yeah, I can't. I can't put that one. We on were so Sanchez. far up the field, it was just that they sprung forward, and that, yep. was, that was. We that. were gassed, and then we lost. Uh, who? In this game, which was absolutely crazy, like a cl- this is like a classic. We can they really about was. it, but it was insane game. Yeah, it'll go down. What was the biggest bright the spot for you, fire wise? Biggest bright spot? <sighs> it's got to be Nico just starting with the brace again for me. The brace. I mean, this your guy, golden boot pick. Yeah, he's not. He's not gonna stop. He's too good. Yeah, balls in the box. He's scoring. Yep, he pounces on that stuff. Um, you? I'd probably. I'm gonna say Kitai he was fair. Sharp. He looked sharp in the second That's half. Fair. He was probably... Yeah, he was he's clearly good on the ball. Uh, we'll have and to he's see only how... going to get more comfortable. He's hardly had more than, yeah. what, two, three weeks with this team. Yeah, like, I can see him he's and he's Nico intergrade. being really on the same page. Yep. I agree. So, that was fun. I mean, it was a fun game. It, there's, you know, as, as uh, discouraging as the defensive performance was, the offensive performance was very encouraging, I thought. Yep. And the guys were into it, like you, like you mentioned the celebrations and, yeah. and stuff. I mean, they you were really super passionate yeah, you could see the trying to get back in and the, the game. The turnaround at the going down 0-2 and coming back and getting up 3-2, like that's all very good things. It's just, man, you can't let up four goals at home. Not coming off of a loss where you do the same thing. The last thing. two are just the bomb. Like you can. Like you said, the first one's so early in the game that that stuff just happens to the best teams in the world and right. give up early goals. The second one, a little worse, but even then hate, you're uh, like... I always hate letting up goals near the end of the first half. Right, at the end of the first half. <sighs> brutal. It's hard to wrap your head around. Oh, yeah. When, yeah. if ever, I'd be love to hear this, where the fire down two scored three second-half goals <laughs> and then lost. <laughs> that might be the first time. I With mean, that's that just, one of the most chaotic soccer games you could write. That was crazy. Like once they scored the third one, you gotta be like, all right, that's it. Yeah. We're gonna win, and that's all she wrote. But it was not to be. Not to be. Well, uh, that was a, a quick review. Do you want to say anything else about that game before we jump into? No. Yeah. Um, Let, let's recap the. Uh, we'll recap the rest of the MLS happenings, and then we'll we'll get back into some more. Uh, do you want, you want preview this Minnesota game? Oh yeah, we can do that That'd now. Be quick. Yeah, let's do the preview. Um uh expected to win I think even away for the fire chicken. should be so they got Minnesota's been uh, gotten off to a pretty good start uh they just well, won yeah one good one good game they got smoked against San Jose. yeah from three0 but they win in Orlando this past week um big win created some good chances. Ethan Finley with the brace. They didn't dominate this game by any means no um no they didn't Orlando probably had the better chances they Orlando had more of the ball. Orlando's still pretty hurt, right? That that was yeah. still not there. are still team. not starting a couple. Dwyer question. Yeah, um, but, hey, but, I'm, I'm happy the Loon's got the win. I, I think there's that's going to be few and far between for them because uh, bad news hit, today, hit the breaking news hit Loonland, which I just made up now. Uh, Loonland, <laughs> their uh, their boy Kevin Molino, the main man, the number ten, ACL tear, out for the season probably. I would have to assume uh, and. A lot of the attack flows through him, and there's absolutely no clear replacement for him. Almost everything, yeah. So he was really good in this win yeah, that they had. He was excellent. I just don't see them. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to panic by someone to even try and replace him, and I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah. So, so for the fire though, that's we've good talk news for about, the fire. They do have other like Lotti We've talked about Christian yep. Ramirez is good. Finley had a brace this weekend. Yeah.
1: I don't it's going to be another
0: in. challenging. I mean, for I mean, a defense yeah. that just gave up four goals to Kansas City at home. Right. Any away game is going to be tough too. They're going to really must. have to lock this up next week and clearly focus and tighten up that defense. Yeah. I. Um, I mean, if we let in another four, I don't know. Like, I. I have to believe we come in with a little bit more discipline. Definitely. We're going to play a little bit more cautiously. Um. You know, I'm expecting think, a low-scoring game. Yeah, I don't think Dax, Basti, and those guys will allow a defensive performance like that again. I I, I would certainly hope not. Well, I think the key will just be keeping like Finley in front of us. Yeah, he's uh, the danger man. He's the guy that when he gets behind your defense, you have all sorts of problems. Like Orlando found out. Yeah. Like he's quick. He can. He's great crossing into in balls and can obviously I, score too. Yeah. But yeah. defensively, we can get after that team. There's, I mean, our midfield, just go like for like our midfield versus theirs. I mean, we should it's we should have to 65 to 70% possession in this game. And as long as we get Polster and Vincent upfield and not caught, you know, in no man's land on some turnovers, we get them swinging on some crosses to Nika, I think we're going to be just fine. Yeah, I would hope to see a lot of fire possession in this game. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that Molino injury. Just if they get a pick-me-up, uh, yeah. kind of come together, or I could see it going really bad for them. Yeah. You got a prediction? Uh, I said 2-1 fire last week. I'm going to say 2-1 fire this week, thinking that it actually happens. I really like that 2-1. I, 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 I'm I going to go 2-0. Let's, let's, uh, clean sheet? Yeah, let's come back from four goals uh, Both, yeah. allowed to getting a little clean sheet. That would be excellent. All right. Uh, that's part one. It was quick. Part one's quick. We've uh, recapped and previewed. We're going to definitely talk more fire in this, yeah. in this podcast. But uh, Do a quick rundown of the rest of the MLS action. We'll get back to some hypothetical, a lot uh, of theoretical, fire-related A lot of questions. talking points here. Maybe have some takes. <laughs> There's always takes on the Bridgey pod. Mm. We have John Mullen here. Always takes. <laughs> All right, part two. Let's run through uh, MLS Week 2 results here. We'll fly through these. Yeah. Uh, Kind of focus more on the Eastern Conference, and then we'll jump back into some more fire-related talking points. Maybe even a few Twitter questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get out of, I think uh, we sent out a, a little uh, poll. Last minute. Yeah, I mean, we got start. we got a couple questions. We got two. We and need more guys. Respect, we need more. We'll, we'll shout out the people who, who sent us questions uh, later on in the pod, and we, we encourage uh, more questions in the future. But also understand that uh, our answers to these questions probably don't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. But it's fun or to answer they, them anyway. They could mean everything. I mean, time will tell. We're going to solve major world problems. It's possible. If you ask us to solve world peace via Twitter, we will do our best on this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Week two results. Uh, First game of the weekend was Columbus versus Montreal. Pretty good game, 3-2, with Columbus taking the edge there. Uh, Montreal didn't look all that great. They had a late little comeback um, via a great Ignacio Piatti goal. Um, But I think the story, uh, again, is... uh, uh, Zardes, I mean that guy's on pace to look like a Golden Boot winner. He's gonna score a million. Despite goals this year. my, uh, yeah, I don't. No matter how bad his touches, he's still gonna get fifteen tapping goals this year. Do you remember that PK at the end of the game? Do you think it was a PK when we were watching? Yeah, the I Go do. Tavern? Uh, you know my thoughts. I don't. I don't think it was a PK. You doubt? No, it was, it was definitely questionable. I'm not sure. I don't think uh, Raheem Edwards had an amazing that was volley goal. a filthy goal. That we we had talked about that in our uh, what was that our Eastern Conference preview yeah. where we said that guy you know coming from Toronto that he was never going to get any starting minutes there, and I, he could get starting minutes for Montreal especially if he keeps banging. What a goal! <sighs> yeah, side foot volley. Yeah, that was excellent. Filthy goal. good. But Columbus, another another uh, W, it's two in a row. Yep. Sardis. Scoring. Gonna score. They're looking dangerous. They're looking like a playoff team, and I'm not liking it at yeah. all. Not in on that. Uh, let's not even talk about New England, Colorado. <laughs> the Revs, one, two, no, one. We, I'll award them the most meaningless game of the weekend award. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can make you, that a record. You guys thing. beat Colorado at home. Sweet. Yep. Good work, everyone. Good stuff. Have fun at the bottom of your conference. Great. All right. Uh, next one, I think a pretty impressive performance here out of LAFC. Five-to-one against Salt Lake. Diego Rossi contributing on all five goals. I think a brace and three assists. Two of them were secondary, which is... The MLS does that, though. They count secondary. Eh, just to glorify their own stats. So you make it under, but, either way, he was he was He was involved in all five goals. There's no denying it. Uh, and he just looked amazing. It looks like that guy's just going to be one of the best signings in MLS this year. Carlos Vela got on the score sheet for the first time in his MLS career. That's Didn't, exciting. He scored last week? Maybe I'm wrong. I think he did. All right, you might be right. Either way, they look terrifying. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone's kind of clicking already, which is scary, and Bob Bradley's the coach of that team. It's only going to get better. Now, I did look at uh, a little bit at the stats that game. Both teams had 21 shots on target. It's wide Sal- open. Salt Lake... Uh, Put on a little some, pressure. They yeah. just the on-target part was the the hard part. That's where guys like Carlos Vela and Diego Rossi make their money. Clinical. They're just yeah. they're not going to miss yeah. chances. And Who does RSL have in that department? Not anyone near that clinical. So no. makes sense. Uh, pff, another kind of insubstantial game is uh, Houston Vancouver. Vancouver wins. I thought it was a pretty cool Breck Shea goal. If you saw that, we yeah. got the galloping Breck Shea that we always love. Just burns by everyone and finish uh, calmly so that was a, that was a good goal uh, other other than that you know Houston didn't really follow up their performance against Atlanta with anything special so I think we kind of figured that that might yeah. be the case they're the same team they were last year they'll, they'll have yeah. some really good ga- games and then they'll they'll go and blow it away yep. so uh one of our Eastern Conference rivals the Red Bulls absolutely um yeah. slaughtered Portland they look scary good man um this a lot a of these goals were late in that game, but they played an extremely young side. Yeah. Uh, they're resting players because of Chambers, and fast, they're still yeah. destroying one of the best teams in the West. So, like, just a couple of the guys. Derek Etienne's 21. He looked great. Uh, ben Mines scored a goal. He's 17 boy, ben. years old. <laughs> Kaku Gamara, the new signing. He's, yep. like, 21 or 22, I think. He was fantastic. Yeah.
1: He's got uh, skill. And
0: Kyle Duncan started at right back. He's 20 years old. So they have like no fear of just yeah. throwing in these 20-year-olds. Jesse Marsh is finally getting... Like, you All can tell, these players look the part. Yeah, he's finally got his team, his mentality, his strategy, and that, that team is just well-oiled. To rotate like that and come up with that kind of result is, is Not big. many teams in the MLS can do that. Also want to shout-out to Kaku Gamara. His first touch in MLS was a nutmeg. Was it? Oh, it was special. I didn't catch that. Oh man, saw that on Twitter and got a little wet inside. <laughs> oh, boy. Kaku, big yeah. fan of Kaku. More, yeah, more than Mexico. That, makes that team count. looks good. Uh, Orlando. Orlando, Minnesota. We kind of went over this. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Orlando. I mean, Orlando's not a good start for them. No, through two games. What's his face is on the hot seat. Kreis, yeah, for sure. Maybe. I think so. I mean. That's too poor. I mean, he's two poor two poor results so in a row. Like if you're not putting together a team by your third year. No, didn't we talk about this in the Eastern Conference? I thought this is his second year. He's heading into his second year, I believe. We talking a lot about a lot on the Eastern <laughs> Conference bud. The Eastern Conference. Uh yeah, second year. I probably brought that up again on the, second, on the Eastern Conference. Um, anyways, or he's on the hot seat in my mind. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, I mean, he just spent all their gam tam and has done nothing with it yet. But although those guys aren't playing yet, yeah, we you have know, talks. yeah question Blyer, someone else. All right, so, yeah, some of their big players aren't. Playing. I'm not ready to put him on the hot seat yet, but not a good start though. No. They certainly have the quality to beat Minnesota. They should, <laughs> or they yeah. should, right? Like I don't know. They had like double, they had like double amount of the shots. I yeah, think Minnesota did. Of course, <laughs> makes sense. Nah, um, right. So let's move on to Atlanta. You know, nothing at all uh, important happened in that Atlanta game. It's not like they broke the MLS attendance <laughs> record or anything like that. It's not like their front three all scored goals and started to look like the Atlanta team of last year. Uh, How does that make you feel? I won't give them any credit, honestly, ever the entire season. Dude, 72,000 to 73,000 people at an MLS soccer game. That's crazy. I was getting goosebumps listening to that ATL. so many people. That's sweet. Hey, in semi-related Chicago Fire News, I saw that one of the the, the fire game is I think in October or it's late in the season uh, they opened up the whole stadium for that game for due Atlanta, to demand yeah. so fire could be a part of a uh, MLS record breaking attendance they're just gonna keep breaking that record <laughs> yeah <laughs> they should just it's their record yeah they should put 30 more thousand seats in that stadium right on top <laughs> just for ATL just, yeah see if we can't fill that up but yeah uh, good result, though, for Atlanta. I uh, expect more to come. Way I, that, to bounce back. Yeah, I think that's more of what we should expect from them, not so much the, the result against Houston. Yeah. Um, and then the last uh, game on the weekend was uh, NYCFC versus LA Galaxy. New York City getting the win there. David Villa getting on the score sheet. Uh, NYC looks good, you know. And Again. And I think they've proven that they're top three team in the East, if not the best. Yeah, this game was a little closer than It probably should have been NYC had the better of the chances. L.A. kind of kept it close. Yeah. Ashley Cole got subbed yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that late in the game. Red For card. some silly second yellow card. Yeah, it was over at that point anyways. I don't think yeah, that I altered think so. the game. The interesting thing, uh, was it... Uh, uh, Giovanni Dos Santos, I believe, got subbed off fairly early. I think so, yeah. Uh, kind of like a, hey, dude, you better start producing. And as soon as he did, Jonathan Dos Santos got a goal. Really good one, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's some, some uh, theories being floated well, Geo Gio has a starting has not. He was not very good last year. No. He hasn't He's been up. one of the more underwhelming. Yeah, disappointing so far. Yeah, DP signings. Yeah. So he needs to turn around. But uh, I think just to sum this up, Columbus, Red Bulls. Atlanta, yeah. NYC, all yeah, all with wins. Those are the teams. Uh, all looked solid. I think that's our competition. Yeah. Portland and Orlando being the uh, the losers, I think this week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just real quick rundown. This week, calf. konka Calf, Champions League. Mm. I don't, I'm gonna try and watch these games. I don't know. Yeah, those, it's always those hard. 90s, uh, those late uh, uh, midweek games on obscure channels the streams, like yeah. don't work. But Red Bulls. They will be playing. Uh, they're up two goals. Up we talked to. about a little bit last yep, week. Tijuana. Up two to zero. Now, do we know they, which ones are home and away on these slates? Yeah, so Toronto and Seattle both are going away from home That's now. That's what I thought, but New York is going home. Going home. I think New York's in. I mean, I don't see how they get out. Oh, that'd be a disaster. Yeah. And they rested players. Right. Uh, so. But Toronto, won 2 1, but now they have to go to Mexico. Yeah, I, um, don't, I don't see them. I don't know, that doesn't look too good to me. Seattle 1-0, well, that one looks a little better. Yeah. But Chivas haven't been good lately, Yeah. is the word from uh, okay. Nahiko, But it's, uh I always get my hopes up. We, I've, the MLS has had leads going into the second leg before against these Mexican teams, and then we just get frequently. obliterated in that second leg. So, yeah, I, it feels like a turning of the tide this year with three of us going up against them. I hope they. I hope all three advance. I'm saying uh, Red Bulls and Seattle advance. I'm just going to go optimist because I'm all such three? a pessimist on all, all the other things on this podcast. All three are going through, baby. MLS. That's, that'd be huge. That'd be awesome. Well, I'm rooting for the MLS teams. I don't really care That's what anyone anything. says about not rooting for... Your rivals or whatever. Also, I want ESPN or Fox Sports to step up and start broadcasting. Yeah, those these games. Some of those games, like they're way more Last week were super entertaining. They're spicy so much better. And, like just crazy tackles. Yeah. And it's the best of MLS versus the best of those Mexican, Mexican teams, teams. Take it seriously. Like How they that, want yeah. to win. Oh, those it. would be super fun I'd, to yeah, get really on a better like, network. Yep, I'd like to see more coverage other than just absurd Twitter trolls like tweeting about the game the entire time, including us. Yep. So. I mean, yeah, I'll be trying to tune into those. Absolutely. Go MLS. All right. Um, talking points. Some some talking points here. Let's throw uh, out some takes. Yeah. Let's just get, um, let's jump straight back into the fire here. I'm in. Question. Did Pono, Velko Panovic, wait too long to make a change I've seen the question thrown out there. and KC on Saturday? I don't think he did. It, it was the like 85th minute, I he, believe. He threw it out as soon as they scored that equalizer. Up until then, this is a team that had just come back down from 0-2. Like, who are you going to sub off then? Like, everything's kind of working together. To me, I understand waiting and just seeing if you could and, uh see this out. I, I don't know. That's my take. Yeah. But... I would have liked him to, but then I'm, I'm looking at this like bench that we had going into this game, and like I don't know who he, who he was supposed to right. throw on. Give us the subs. Who did who did? Let's pom- just go through what the were the our r- three subs. Let's go through the roster real quick then. Um, so Nico starts at forward. Obviously, we kind of knew that. Uh, Katai on one wing, Solnyak on the other, Schweinsteiger as kind of the cam. Yeah, the ten. He played deep too in the game. Yeah. He's always going to drift he a little bit drifted, deeper. He uh, just drifted in and out of midfield. McCarty and Chani were the holding mids. Kappelhoff and Dean, the center-back pairing. Polster, right-back, Vincent, left-back. Sanchez yeah. in goal, who we kind of thought would end up being no, the starter. No surprises, honestly. No, not with who we're given. But then you look at this bench, <laughs> and it's like Cleveland's the backup goalie. Jorge Corrales is from Tulsa, I believe, a defender. Like, yeah. Left back, I think he's basically replaced duty. Uh, Elliot Collier is the. Bring duty back, by the way. The, the rookie. Big Paw bought a Patrick Duty jersey. <laughs> big Paw, who's, re, as you remember, his face recently melted off. Well, he just recovered in a big way by buying a number, t- number 22. 22 Duty jersey from last year's model, jersey model. Had to get it. Um, Kevin Ellis. Who's on the bench? Mo Adams, Brent Bronico, and John Bacaro. Right. So the two rookies that everyone's excited about didn't see the field this week. Nope. Uh, which I guess makes sense because I think when he made his subs, he was trying to go more defensive. Although I think Mo Adams might have been good for that role. Instead, we put on what Kevin Ellis, Corellis, and who's the third guy? We Collier. Put on? Game. Oh yeah, Elliot Collier or whatever, however you pronounce that. I mean, if you look at any other MLS game, who's being subbed on? The names are more notable than who we put on. Certainly more quality. And this is, all it does is indicate and underline the lack of depth and the issues that we had this offseason. I mean, we, we were a team who had clear holes at the end of last year. We were a team who didn't have a good goalie. We had a lack of depth at the center back position. Uh, and we had no clear number 10 player. And here we are, one offseason later, and not a single bit of that has been addressed. Except for maybe some center back, I can see the misfortune in having Lillard and uh, Campbell both out right now. Both, yeah. But aside from that, like, all right, we're still subbing in just scrubs that no other MLS team would take. We're not playing our rookies. We have no number 10, and our goalie was uh, a problem on at least one, maybe two goals. Certainly didn't make any spectacular plays. So how do you get, how do you get away with that, or right, how do you explain yourself? I know, I know what they would have an excuse as, just saying that Did they the lose out. Hurt, DJ was hurt, not able to make the bench. Um, Hilovich out. But, like you know about all these things, right? This the, just these further, are these this, are given. Yeah, this makes your problem worse. Like Do you have you th- to go out yeah. and. Are you expecting Everyone to not deal with injuries? Fandom was freaking out, not just because of the quality, but we literally almost didn't have enough players to like yeah. feel the roster, and like this bench is so. This bench on Saturday was so weak. I mean, like, not, no disrespect to any of these players, no. but not normal MLS quality benches. Yeah, and we won't even, we didn't even find out about Picaro and Mo Adams, you know, two players that we're all kind of excited about, thought might be pushing even for a starting spot. They don't even get clock. Yeah. It's, I, I, I don't understand it. I'm I'm impatient and I'm here to spit takes anyway. So like I understand that there's still time to sign a number ten. There's still time for the rookies to get minutes. This was just one game, but I. How long do I have to wait before I, we can just like point at NR and tell him that he did a horrible job this off season and that nothing excuses that? Like I I what could possibly excuse how bad this past off season has been? Only it would take a, a an elite really big time number ten. Signing. Yeah more depth, and a deep playoff run. I, you cannot make third in the East and lose out in the first round of the playoffs and then do absolutely nothing to improve yourself Stunner. before yeah. the start of the next season. I don't care if it happens at midseason by this point. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, I mean, you could be so far down in a hole to start the season and you, right. whatever you that whatever signs you do bring in, you're not going to make up for. And, and how much longer those is bashing going to be around? I mean, I'd assume this is the last. This year. This might be his last year. So when when we lose him, there's gonna be another, you know, DP quality player that we're missing. Yep. I just don't. I don't get it. And I, I still maintain that they will sign someone. But how late we're leaving it? I mean, if it, if this person comes in in the next couple of weeks, he's still gonna have to get acclimated. Yep. By that time, we could have lost, you know, four or five games.
1: But we could and tie
0: that into the rumors that were swirling kind of during and after the game. win-win, rumors, back. They're not back. I don't think they ever really went away. No, but there's there's three teams kind of now being reported as the main players for win, and the update was that New England is finally ready to listen to offers. So, it's going to be... The two that were reported were Montreal and Chicago, both understandably so. They need a number ten, but you threw in a good one earlier. Before we were, we started potting was the Minnesota United Minnesota. with that uh, Molino injury? Certainly have a need for a number ten. You I so think they'll be. They're at least in the market for somebody. Yeah. So uh, I saw one tweet, and that means nothing, but that Montreal had given the strongest offer so far. Yes, uh, I, I think would that hope. Was like Guillermo, or yeah, or was, or yeah our, our boy Fire Confidential. So I, I I would hope that the fires step up and I mean, do their best to. It'd be interesting to hear what the what's on the table for them. I don't right. know. Right, you got to think it's over a million in Gamtam. Well, how much was a com? 1.2? 1. 1 yeah, I mean just one point something. Yeah. And that was big, right? It keeps going. Like the I don't know record is the biggest. It was Fellhaber the biggest, or was it? It was uh, Molino originally, but that was that broke a this off of years, season. Right? I think Orlando broke it this year. Yeah, or even LAFC. did. No, LAFC. I don't remember. But it it keeps going up. you think it'll be in the million range? Yeah, I think it should. Be. He's not. He's not a young guy. So no, he's, he's the thirty line. He's produced double digits every assists, year, every yeah. single on year, and not great score. Teams. Yeah, like he's been on a bad team. So he I, would so perfectly fit. I think he would into that spot. I really think he would. I mean, he's he'd obviously be an upgrade for our side. You put him in and put move uh, Schwiny back and replace Chani so that Chinese more of a depth player. Mm-hmm. That that's starting XI becomes good. I think depth is still an issue for us, but our starting XI might be yeah. best MLS with if we can get Lee and Win. It would, it would certainly catapult us a bit. So, uh, Lee. I know you're still in the cupboard under the stairs. Hagrid. Where is Hagrid? Hagrid is Slacking. on his way, dude. Slacking. Great metaphor. Uh, I hope he gets rescued. Come, come to <laughs> Chicago. All right, let's hit this uh, TV deal real quick. C S P N Plus news that Twitter exploded about, eh. like... I feel like we could talk about it for hours. <laughs> My brain has been on a roller coaster, of, like a switching, fireness. like whether or not I hate it or love it or like am indifferent about it. Here's where I am currently. Tell us. Slightly leaning on the negative side. Okay. I before the game on uh, Saturday, I was very very negative. I've come back a little bit. But so it's only slight negativity. About slight negativity, and here's why. I enjoy. Uh, having casual fans watch a fire game here or there. Mm-hmm. For instance, my father would watch six to seven games a year because he would be on CSN, CSN or, yeah, and he'd be bored on a Saturday afternoon. And he's like, "Oh, the fire's on," and my son's hammered at that game. I better watch and tune in. <laughs> so, and he'd you know he'd then learn a little bit about the fire, get a little bit excited about it, and that that was fun to me. And I know that he's not the only one. Um, I mean, it's basically the same for my dad too. Yeah, I mean, every so, every casual fan is not gonna buy ESPN Plus. In fact, I don't think any. Of them I mean, are. some of our friends will not. No. They'll be mooching off us. Yeah, even our friends who go to most fire games won't be watching any weigh games this year because it won't be on TV. We'll have to go to bars. Well, yeah, bars. And but the bars aren't... It's only going to be a certain few, right? Like, you could go to... I went to Mitchell's down in Bridgeport. They're great not gonna bar. Have it. They're not going to have it. They usually did. Last year, I went to three or four, and I got some old Bridgeport men to watch some MLS soccer with me, right. and we're, we were, like, talking See, about yeah, it. yeah, like, a bar like we're that's losing not that. going to have it. No, it's going to be... It'll be Clio's, The soccer bars. Go Tavern. Yeah. AJ Hudson's, those kind of places right. that will commit to it because they know that they... Right. They're, they're soccer bars. We just went from 300 bars in the Chicago area that would put a fire game on to, you like, asked. 10. You, you would have to ask. Yeah. yeah, And, yeah, even then you had to ask, but but, but still. Just, it's just another thing. Just It's harder. Just another thing. Yeah. For, like... People like us that would have watched these games, no matter what, It doesn't man. matter. In fact, I think it's better for us. For me, I'm a core cutter. Easier. I don't have cable. I was gonna get I'm, this. Yeah, anyway, I'm getting HBO anyway, to watch MLS. Yeah, before so it was announced, um, I would have gotten it anyway. Yeah. So for the hardcore, it's great. And you know what? Digital broadcasting is the future. So it is the new thing. And no one wants to. I think to spend it's fine them. for like the, the younger generation, younger kids. Yep. I think like like we said, the dads, the older guys. Yeah, uh, they're not gonna bother with this. You know, maybe eventually they'll have to. But, but in a, in a, from another business perspective, uh, the word is that ESPN is actually giving us a little bit of money to be the exclusive, or or oh, it's a zero sum game. Like they're not, or like we're getting figures. it for free. So we're getting money, right? Yeah, it's good. And but I think we had to pay CSN to to stream to stream. To yeah, CSN yeah, we had to pay CSN for the streaming service, right? So, from a business perspective, the ESPN deal is better for the bottom line of the mm-hmm. Chicago Fire. Minus, if you take away the casual fans that are... Like, were they getting money if more people tuned in? Like, the casuals that we're saying are missing out now on Fire broadcast. Does that impact the Chicago's Fire bottom line? I don't know that it does. Probably not. Because once the TV deals in, the TV deals in. The only thing it impacts is that no one ever in the future is going to give them a TV deal. So, the... Argument that I've heard swirling that like it's just that it'll be harder to get the newer casual yes. fans to buy into the Fire, right? You have to work harder, go out of your way to get the games on TV. No, there and there's also the crowd that's going to get ESPN Plus that doesn't currently follow the MLS, and they're going to be like, oh, maybe they'll get bored on a Sunday and be like, damn, the Fire are on or whatever MLS team is on. And maybe they'll just tune in for a game. I mean, that's one pickup. I, think, I think for the league, it's amazing. Yeah. Because oh, it, without a doubt. But the weird thing without is, doubt. so it's just that it's, anyone with this ESPN Plus thing can get on there and watch any MLS team. Yep. And that's another. I mean, if you're the Fire, you need to put a competitive product on the field because somebody that just wants to watch a soccer game. Right. And it's Fire versus the Revs. And Ver- there's and also a game that's Toronto Seattle yeah. versus Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, which game are you going to watch? Right. Cause and that's another weird thing that, ESPN Plus picked up all of MLS. Yeah, and CSN, but, but apparently, apparently competing they're competing with like women's softball, and now on ESPN Plus we're competing with the rest of the best league, of the league and, and tons of other, other sports, sports. Apparently, right? Like this, it's I don't. It's know. It's really weird. Situation. So it's just so apparently ESPN paid the fire more than anyone else to get the exclusive local rights, and I just I don't. We're going to have to see how shit... Like, I feel like it's something that will only be answered <laughs> in time three, four years from now to see if it actually works. Hey, everything impact. anyone's going to say is conjecture, so I'm yeah. trying not to be overly positive or negative yeah, about it. Or I lean negative just because that's my nature, as you guys probably have figured out by now. I, I missed... I want my dad Basically I just want my dad To be able to watch MLS games And I want other casuals To be able to watch MLS games Right Those are my peeps Not everyone has cord-cutted I love the open-minded casuals That are like no, They're like Hell yeah I'll watch some MLS with you Even though I know nothing About what's going on I miss those people now (laughs) Miss those guys So We'll just be uh, At the Go Tavern Watching games Damn We almost did go an hour On that topic That's I feel like that's a That's a long one Yeah Agreed Um All right, what do we hit? Let's keep on with the fire. Uh, Just one we Broke down the starting 11. Yeah. Heading into Minnesota this week. Fire play on Saturday. Yep. Uh, Do you think, will Pono make any changes to the starting 11? Part one, part two, would you make any changes? So the would I hinges on is Lillard healthy, and I don't know that. Um, if he is healthy, I'd start him over Dean, just because Dean. I mean, no one should have a starting role after how bad of a game Dean had last year, last week's. That's my opinion. Um, Will him No, he won't, and I I won't be too upset if he doesn't. honestly. Same, same eleven. I think that's our strongest starting XI at the moment. You know, we we'll find out about Lillard and Campbell as the season goes on. Yeah, I don't mind giving Dean another shot. You know, he's got the physical attributes of eventually being a good center back. I just haven't seen it yet. Um, other guys that might be, you know, kind of having some, some uh, competition would be Richie Sanchez. Uh, Steven K- Cleveland uh, is on the team and certainly I think could. There could be a goalie a, change. There could Maybe. be a goalie change. I mean, Richie didn't look great, and I, I think he'll get at least another game to uh, to go at it. Um, and then the other one is Yack uh, we thought, which I, I don't think. I mean, we i think i lo- i love solnya yeah we yeah, just didn't i loved them in past year the game but, a ton yeah he was this past weekend and we've got depth in the wing and so it wouldn't if dj's healthy you wonder if he right. maybe doesn't start but comes in for solnya yeah. yeah and we've got becaro who you know could always get minutes. play up top yeah so who uh, i don't think solnya's in yeah, that's like the wild card but i uh, i do think uh, i'm assuming no changes just because yeah. i don't know like we went over the bench and it's like what pond well, he doesn't have much <laughs> choice right now right um, that bench is ugly. Yeah, did not. Uh, he doesn't have much to go with. I don't know. I, I, I could see like Mo starting, but Shawnee had a decent game. Yeah. More than likely, we're not going to make any changes. I don't see it. And I, I don't I don't mind consistency in the roster at this point in the season. There were positives. So. Yep. Yeah, great. You know, you scored three goals. So you just got to hope you can shut it down next game. Mm-hmm. All right. We ran through the MLS. Who's your week two MLS MVP? We probably have the same... Same one. Same person. Diego Rossi. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Signing talent. of the season easily so far. The newcomer Superbarco of the does. I mean, some of these... Yeah, it's true. ...South American guys are just tearing it up. Yeah. Diego Rossi, unbelievable for LAFC. Uh... We mentioned Ben Hines. Shout out. You love the player youth. Oh, yeah. Player youth. 17 years old. I didn't even know who Ben Hines was before this week. He didn't come up on our player youth. 17. Yeah. Incredible. Um, Week three for MLS. Week two for fire. Some big games coming up this weekend. The ones that I uh, jotted down here, mostly mostly Eastern Conference. Um, Montreal versus Toronto, again. Love when Canadian players... Canadian yeah, teams Canadian, playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put, and Montreal needs... They have they need a result. They're not off to a good Do, start. Is that in Toronto? Do you know? I believe it's in Montreal. Okay. Yeah, it could be a good game, then. Uh, NYCFC Orlando. Looking like a blowout. The Probably the same reason. Like when are these Orlando studs going to be back and playing? Because they're kind of like us. Like, you can't keep losing games. You can't drop all these games early and dig yourself a hole. So that's a big game. Uh, And then out west, nothing to do with the fire really, but FC Dallas for Seattle. Yeah. Oh, wait, that should be excellent. Yeah, Dallas is still an entertaining team, but, man, they just cannot put a full 90 together these days. I feel bad for them. You're out on them. They were one of the most fun teams two years ago. They, before that. they haven't had yeah before that because I mean they were bringing up you know all these homegrown players who were starting and looking good and now it's just they haven't looked like they I mean I don't know they haven't looked good in a year and a half now and I'm starting to I'm a big that fan so won't. I'm I'm trying I'm pulling for Do them. you think they could get back to I think so close at least to where they so. used to be I've I've kind of given up we'll at least get back in the playoffs I think Saddle smokes them but we'll see those were the kind of the three that I I. Obviously, I'll watch yeah. the fire game, but those those are three good games. Uh, what else we got here? Do the new wanna... the new session. The new segment. The new segment. The questions the Q from and Twitter. A. The Q&A. And, and a We need to get more next time, guys. Yeah. yeah we'll send out more tweets because we're kind of lazy this week we're coming off the yeah. uh, fire loss hangover. Yeah, if anyone's Chicago Fire Twitter feed is like the Bridgeview Fires, it's basically there's like... Twenty tweets per thirty seconds, and it's impossible to keep just up with that time on. Just the most timeline. depressing, so I feel soccer like, news. Yeah. <laughs> when we tweet, it just like immediately disappears under the internet stratosphere. Uh, so we'll we'll tweet more often because everyone can use more tweets. And we yeah, we want we want to answer these questions. But and yeah, solve we want to get your questions and solve world peace. But the first one this week comes from great one, uh, CryptoNomicon uh, at rra Twitter handle uh, and he wants us to... St- uh, you taught us a new word, Raza, and Cryptonomicon, whatever you go by. Uh, you taught us a new word, Tontine. So he wants us to discuss the legality of starting a hashtag CF97 Tontine, which will pay out bars so that they can show fire games. I assume this is in relation to ESPN Plus now being the uh, exclusive uh, yeah. broadcast partner of the Chicago Fire. And you're kind of suggesting that we kind of pool our money and encourage more bars than just the soccer bars we listed earlier to show the fire games. He's, he's worried about watching the fire. Yeah. and I, He, she, uh, her, him, I don't know. We don't know. Cryptonomicon. I don't know. It's a but, Twitter handle. You've <laughs> tweeted at us many times. Um, oh, yeah, he called us out for not being funny recently. Yeah, he said that this account was not funny anymore. But then he's probably right. I told a joke, though, and then he was like, you're back. You're <laughs> <We're> back, <laughs> You're back. So You're back on top. We love the interaction with you, and, uh Sorry for butchering your name yeah. and Twitter. But handle. to get to your question, uh, I mean, I'm all in. I'll give you a quarter every single month. Like you would I think only if you want if you want to set this up like we can help you out <laughs> we, we can get this going. It's six dollars a month. You would need uh, all of twelve people to make it fifty cents a month for someone. I to think do this, this would be a good thing to get going if you have like a local watering hole. Like, right. If you yeah, if You seriously. go to a pub. Right. You know a lot like that's in your neighborhood, your block. Yeah. Get some peeps there to go in and get this package. Right. If like and if... and you gotta tell these bars. That they you gotta ESPN sell them Plus. because yeah. there's gonna have a lot of college sports, people like that. There's gonna be like probably cricket and like I don't know volleyball and all kinds of random stuff on ESPN Plus. So you you gotta be a salesman out there. Yeah, you gotta get these bars to sign up for ESPN Plus. Eventually, they'll all need it anyways. Yes, but I think it's gonna take a while. Um, as far as the legality of said <laughs> thing, <goes laughs> we up, cannot speak to that. I, all we, we do no, is illegal yeah. shit. So I mean if a bunch of guys walk into a bar and hand them money to buy ESPN Plus I don't see why yeah, it's illegal I think it's legal I, I wouldn't tell ESPN Plus about it that you're skirting membership fees that's a, yeah that's another thing so I it's like, but I don't know cause those apps are weird like Netflix yeah like that too. how many they accounts they usually limit it to like what like five two, devices or something like that right even less sometimes but yeah yeah uh, we can't speak to the Ill- legality and if it is well, I like your idea. If it's illegal, do it anyways is my advice. Um you got to do what you can to live in the red and <laughs> watch CF97. Yeah. So uh thanks but, for the question. Once uh this gets running, we'll get a we'll quickly learn which bars yeah, we'll, if we uh, find bars that are doing it, we'll give a shout-out. We'll we know out Go Tavern quick. is doing it. We were there this week uh, for weekend for the fire uh, pub to pitch there. By the way, Chicago Fire, official of Chicago Fire, you ruined the bus system. Go Tavern, you're amazing, and you're trying to fix the bus system. But uh, if Chicago Fire, you ruined the bus system. I've tweeted that at you like 100 times, and I will continue to do so until you fix the bus system. Let us drink on the bus, please. Sorry, I had to do a quick Good rant. rant. I hate, I hate the Chicago. But yeah, park. I think Bridge. all the soccer bars will have it. Yeah, so, sooner or later, I'm gonna campaign for all my Bridgeport bars to to do the. Yeah, S1 Bridgeport. Plus. Maybe Bridgeport. we'll start a tantine in Bridgeport. Uh, Raza, if you wanna come to Bridgeport, we, we can start a tantine together. Yeah, It'll be two fifty I might be interested too. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Mitchells in on this. We can we can split it up. All right, ESPN. All right. You didn't hear that. Next uh, question. The only other question I'm gonna answer. Serena sore, <laughs> at S. E R E N O S A U R. Great Twitter handle. Thoughts on this year's jersey? Smiley face with the smiley face. Big time. That means they like the jersey. I think she he likes the jersey. This fan, this fan likes fan. the jersey, and I like it too. It's amazing. And it's I love the fatter one. Classic. Stripe. So, I'm not one who, like, reads into jerseys too much, but, like, I looked at the jerseys like, there's a 99% chance I'd I that. kind of do. Like, when there's bad ones, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. You it's do. Like, you, you're often very vocal about bad ones. So, the, what was the worst fire jersey? The black one with the blue. <laughs> the the fan-awarded one. yeah. That was such a charade, because, like... I love that color scheme. It's on our frickin' logo, for Christ's right, sake. Right, yeah. Like, I love the that black, color scheme, yeah. but... I hated the one bar. Like, and it was, like, off-centered and, like... But they should have just full-on embraced, like, a Chicago yeah. flag I hope Serino Serenosaur isn't the designer of that jersey. Yeah, I'm sorry if you are. Um, <laughs> I did not like the black with the blue. <laughs> but we did enjoy, uh, we do enjoy the new one, the new home It's jersey. excellent. Have we seen any of the third kits yet, or is it the same as... Or do we have the I gray? Have. Is that coming back? I've... Or is it, like, we, I, I mean, haven't Big seen Bob the white the gray or gray the gray. No, that was from last year, I think. Unless they're think doing they're it again. that again. All right. See, we don't know. That I don't think. Here's what I know about the red one. I like it. (laughs) I like it. I I would like like to have a long sleeve one. Mm. Who are you gonna put on the back? Maybe some someone random like a Mo Adams or something. Some rookies. Yeah, yeah. I uh, feel bad for whoever I get on the back of my jersey because they'll leave. Here's here's some jerseys I've recently acquired. (laughs) Uh, David Akam, Chicago Fire, gone. gone. Jose Quintana, Chicago White Sox, gone. gone. Uh, Artemi Panarin, Blackhawks, gone. Gone. (laughs) You should so not buy any more I, Chicago jerseys. I jersey. will not buy, for everyone's sake here, I will not buy a Schweinsteiger jersey or a Dax McCarty jersey no, or a Nikolich no, no Nikolic. jersey. Just don't buy this. You know truck. what I'm going to buy? This is my idea to improve the fire. I'm going to buy an NYCFC Sean Johnson jersey. So he comes he back. He comes back to the fire, and we dominate again. I, f- I have a feeling that will not work. All right. I think it will. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about, John? Nah, I think we covered it all. You we think we're winning in Minnesota? Yeah, I do. Uh, which is this Saturday. Yep. I'll be busy uh, freaking Saturday. It's St. Paddy's Day, Chicago Parade. It's yeah. A bunch of parties to go to. I might just stay in and watch MLS. The only thing that matters is MLS. Be on like Saturday. a hermit and just kind of hang out. Until like the grind the command of the <laughs> mid <laughs> season, like these early weeks, I just love locked in. I just love watching all these. So MLS entertaining. Uh, MLS today. On their website said there's more goals, and maybe chances. Yeah. So far than any other. MLCs. Yeah. That's because they're giving out red cards left and right, and it's been not as bad. I I, I think in previous last years, years there was a bunch of red cards. Yeah, like it's the, the whole VAR to uh, do retroactive red cards. I'm very against. Uh, I think it should be left to offsides calls. Do you see that VAR call in or- the Orlando game? Mm-mm. They called a foul. And said it was outside the box and then they went to bar and said it was back inside the box and gave a penalty. Uh, It was highly questionable I think (laughs) whether it was pretty much right on the line and it was hard to tell. This is the same as the NFL like driving driving you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the NFL, except for the opposite problem. Like, the NFL wants to take away really good catches if there's, like, the slightest thing wrong. But now, the MLS, if there's the slightest thing wrong, they'll just award a penalty or give a red they card. Because they want goals Because they want goals. And I am 100% against it, MLS. I know you're listening, Garler. You like a nice 1-0. Yeah! Park the bus. Vermees does, too. He's my boy. <laughs> you're backing on Vermees. Vermees. Uh, you're I, not sorry. I'm not, sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Keep listening. We know you're a fan. All right. Thanks, Pete. We already mentioned this. Next fire fixture, Minnesota United away. After that, the fire will come home. Portland. For three, a three-game homestand. See you guys there every uh, single week. So Bridgeview, Illinois, will become the center of the universe <laughs> for around a month, and I will be there. Yep. I will have some flank stank steak on the grill. Portland, Columbus, and Galaxy. Tough three-game stretch. We, That's not fair. All at home. We need this result against Minnesota before we have these three home games against. Yeah, teams that are hit or miss, but doesn't look the easy. one I want the most on that is Columbus. I'm we got to beat. We got to beat those guys at home. Yeah, I'm tired of and they're all Saturday games. So, yeah, get out to Bridgeview, guys. Uh, we will be back next week and we'll talk about uh, Minnesota. Hopefully, we'll be discussing a big time fire win. Cheers. 16 to nothing. Nikolic, double hat trick. <laughs> Cheers.